0: Hey there! Welcome to Imperfectly Pollyanna, a podcast where we have real and honest talk while finding the positive in the imperfections, whether in homeschool, faith, health, or overall life. I am your host, Courtney, and I am so glad you're here. This past week, the world lost someone who changed lives throughout the world. His name was Carmen. Now, those of us that are Gen X or older We have memories of his music, videos, and, if you're like me, a very first concert experience. That's right, he was my very first concert. (laughs) I loved his storytelling talent. I'm such a story-focused person. I teach my own kids in stories. I think that people in general learn best through them, at least I know I do. The Bible itself is full of stories. Jesus said he taught the masses through parables because that's how they would understand. I love that Carmen always shared his ministry that way. He did these music videos that by today's standards probably wouldn't be very impressive, but at the time it was very forward thinking way of ministry. Something else I remember about his concerts was that they were free. I think at one point he took love offerings, but other than that, if he had anything at all, it was his products that you could buy, and that was it. Now I know you're probably thinking, okay, Courtney. That was when you were a child and now you are years old. (laughs) I tell you that because if you're new to getting to know me, this past October, October of 2020, we had an opportunity to host Carmen at our church. The question today is, where is God when we pray? Now, we used to be a large congregation. Every pew was full. We had a thriving youth group, active children's ministry. We did musicals, special events, Holyween. That was fun. Thanksgiving dinners, ornament exchanges, Christmas at the pastor's house. I really loved Christmas at the pastor's house. As a young child, it was because some of the members of the congregation would bring us gifts because we were the pastor's kids. <laughs> but as I got older, I just loved being in the environment, the traditions, all the things. Over the course of time, as a lot of churches experience, our congregation became smaller, sometimes due to members leaving, having splits, there was various situations. Now that's not to say it has anything to do with my dad as a pastor, because despite the fact that yes, I am partial, he is still one of the best preachers, not to mention human beings on this earth that I have ever known or heard. I'm actually planning on bringing him on the show sometime soon to chat. You're going to love him. In the meantime, if you've not had the privilege to hear or meet him, I'm actually going to put a link to our church's Facebook page where we go live every Sunday morning. I just want to encourage you to go check him out because he is such a gift from the Lord. Anyway, I promise I'm going somewhere with this. What happened was after the congregation had been dwindling over the years, then, of course, COVID hit. Ruined everything, which caused us to become even smaller, if that was even possible. Despite many of our members tune in online, we do have some that still come in person, but it's very small and we still have a huge church building. You know, I have been sad to see my dad preach these wonderful sermons and obvious words from the Lord to a congregation of 10. And I think, man, so many more people should be hearing him. However, the people that hear him are the people that are supposed to hear him. It's not about the numbers. So this past year, of course, churches saw canceled services, and online viewing increased. My mom was commenting on a friend's post back at the start of fall, and someone replied to her wanting to connect via email. If that were most of us, we would think, uh, no way, you weirdo. (laughs) But my mom, in all her innocent glory, sent an email to see what was up. The gentleman ended up being Carmen's booking agent. And he shared that Carmen was currently touring and wanted to minister in churches across the country. He asked if our church would be open to hosting. My mom was very polite in her southern charm, explaining that while it was an honor to be asked, we were an extremely small church without a lot of capabilities to do something to that level. She let him know that she was sure that there were other larger churches in the area that would love to host him. When he responded, he explained that he had spoken to Carmen, and Carmen wanted to come to our church, no matter the size. There was back and forth discussion, which I'll save you from hearing, but it ended up that we said yes. It was a very short time between saying yes and him coming, and there was stress over all sorts of things. The fact that the lady's bathroom hadn't been finished with its revamping, carpets weren't clean, the parking lot needed repainting. And we had a daycare now there that needed to be cleaned up. So many things that we felt needed to be better, needed to be perfect. And then you add on to the concern from people about COVID. The thing was, it all worked out. Nope, the bathroom didn't get finished. The parking lot didn't either. But We had masks, temperatures taken, hand sanitizer for all. We saw people step up, people that didn't even attend our church to help with parking, man the doors, and help the crew unload and load equipment. My dad was able to pick Carmen up to bring him to the church. My husband helped with security. My daughter became instant friends with his manager's daughter, and the kids hung out the entire time. It was adorable. We became friends with some of the crew members. We had no idea how many people would show up, but I can still see the line outside the doors. I can still picture the faces of people and the way everyone lit up just by being a place of goodness, excitement of being with other people. When the service began, my own emotions became almost overwhelming. See, I struggle with memory issues and it is something that can really bring me down and um, I feel very depressed over it a lot of times. So when I have something that brings back a memory, it's like a wave of both peace and electricity all at once. To see our sanctuary full again, to watch my parents clap on the front row and smile as they listened and sang along, to look around and watch as hands were raised, lives were saved, hope was poured out like an ocean of refreshing water on everyone there. It's a time that I hope I can always hold on to. Fast forward to January and Carmen had a routine surgery done and then complications began happening. Everyone began praying, and it seemed like all was going to turn out great. What a huge testimony, right? He was going to be returning to touring in March, and yet he suddenly died in the hospital the day before he would be heading home. Even as someone who wasn't close to him, it was such a heartbreaking moment to hear about. I hurt for his crew. They were his family. I hurt for the small churches who were like us and preparing to welcome him. I hurt for the people who had already been inviting their loved ones to upcoming shows, in hopes of bringing them closer to the Lord. I hurt for the ripple effect. Whenever we lose someone we love, I think, I think that's one of the most difficult times to find something to be glad about. Yet, you know what I'm glad about? I'm glad the Lord saw our family and church worthy enough to host Him back in October. I'm glad for the friendships that we made. And wouldn't have otherwise had. I'm glad for the friends that attended and we hadn't seen them in years. I'm glad my children were able to meet him. I'm glad that because of that moment we were able to sponsor two children from the child fund and I'm telling you it's the best feeling to get an email from a child across the world and know you're making a difference in their life. See Carmen supported and promoted the child fund. He didn't charge for you to attend his show He offered an opportunity to love the children, to help be a part of something bigger than you. And isn't that what life should be about? I'm going to go ahead and put a link in the show notes if you'd like to take this as a sign to sponsor a child as well. I find it so interesting to see when God is going to show up. It's almost like a game show, (laughs) depending on the situation, of course. He sure never does it on our time, does he? I would be like Stephanie Tanner on Full House and say, how rude, but ultimately, his time is perfect. When I was a teenager, I loved a gospel singer named Michael English. Okay, I still do. I thought he was so handsome. (laughs) But the way his vocals just glided along in a song is something I'm totally convinced that the angels sound like. He sang both as a solo artist, but also was a part of groups such as the Gaither Vocal Band, Man. Now that is some talent among that group, am I right? As everyone else on this earth, though, he made some mistakes. One was significant enough that he left the gospel music world for several years. I remember reading such hate from Christians, harsh judgments. And these weren't judgments out of caring about a fellow brother in Christ. They were out to destroy. At the time, I was personally struggling with my own faith. I was mourning the loss of my best friend struggling with typical teenager angst and worrying over another friend of mine who was doing everything he could to run from God. I prayed. I prayed for Michael English. I prayed for my friend. I prayed and prayed and prayed some more, yet I felt like my prayers just weren't heard. After all, if they were heard, then surely God would answer them, right? Surely God cared enough about me and them to change hearts, right? We used to go to an event called the National Quartet Convention. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it was full of Southern gospel groups and solo artists that come together for a weekend of music. You can go around to different vendor booths and you get to meet them, buy products, and listen to talent after talent. It was always so much fun. Then the fall of my senior year of high school we went to the convention. I vaguely remember hearing people talking as I walked through like the vendor area that Michael was somewhere in the building. I also remember sitting and listening to all the artists and praying for God to please let him be there. I prayed for God to either bring Michael back or my friend. I prayed for God to just do something if he even cared about me or was listening. Have you ever tried making deals with God? (laughs) Bless our hearts. So, as I'm sitting in a seat in the stadium, Bill Gaither was up on the stage and he was talking. Now, I had this, like, underlying feeling that something was happening. I just couldn't quite put my finger on it. Do you know that kind of a feeling? I found myself grasping for hope, and tears began burning my eyes as I started searching the shadows down among the crowd seated around the stage. Bill Gaither began speaking about the story of the prodigal son. In that moment, I knew what was happening. And there, in the darkness, I saw a figure moving, walking up, and it was Michael English. He walked up on stage, and I stood with the crowd, clapping, tears streaming down my face as he shared his testimony of redemption. I am happy to report that Michael English is still serving the Lord. In fact, he just released a CD and DVD combo that I have yet to get. I know. Shocker. What am I thinking? God knew what each person needed that day. Even 17-year-old me. He had always been listening. He just had a better plan. He had the perfect plan. I'm sure glad that God sees the big picture. He knows what we need, when we need it, And how we need it. I find that I can get so caught up in life what's going on with so and so, which current event is causing mass chaos, fear, division, engulfed in the worries of not just myself, but even people I don't even know. I have cried out asking God to listen to my heart. I still struggle with questioning my abilities to be a good mom, a good wife, a good friend. I feel like such a failure in many areas of life. Have you ever wondered if God heard your prayers? Have you questioned what you're actually doing with your life? I know I have. I'm a hot mess express. As a church, especially our family, we have felt alone many times. We've watched as people have come in and out of our lives. We've bore the weight of wondering where money would come from in order to pay the electric bills. My parents have gone without paychecks many times over the last several years because what money did come in, it went toward bills. It all seems unfair until you see that they've never gone without a roof over their head or food on the table. Somehow, things get taken care of. While some people have left our lives, others have come in at the perfect time. A godsend. To offer help, encouragement, an answered prayer. See, we didn't see ourselves as having the ability to host someone like Carmen. I didn't think God heard me as a young girl. I didn't think I was capable of teaching my children through homeschool. I thought I had made so many mistakes in my life that I could never be used by God. I thought the things that I saw as negative, my imperfections, All these negative thoughts, what I was really doing was limiting God. Actually, I'm not that powerful, but hopefully you know what I mean. I have made many mistakes in my life, yet God continues to show up for me. And he will show up for you. Is there something you're going through right now that you're not sure how it's going to turn out? Maybe you're a parent and you're worried about your kids. You're worried about their school situation, something they seem to be having a difficult time with. Maybe you are afraid for them growing up in the world that you are raising them in. Are you concerned about a health issue? Have you been praying for what seems like eternity about a situation? Are you looking at your life and just at the point of feeling exhausted with it all? Will you listen to me for just a few seconds longer? Because. I want to tell you that this will be okay. You are seen. You are loved. You will be provided for. You have not been forgotten. He knows your name. He knows your heart. And I am sure he has a plan that is better than anything you could imagine. So, take a breath. Keep praying. This will be okay. I am needing your help. Has this podcast spoken to you? I'm hoping it finds its way to someone who may be needing some encouragement with their faith, homeschool, health, or life. If that's you, you found a friend. If you have someone in mind that might relate or you have been touched in something shared, would you mind sharing it? The way a podcast gets traffic is through word of mouth, and I would sure appreciate it. You can also leave a review or rating if the platform you listen on offers that as an option. I'd love to connect, so make sure to find me on Facebook and Instagram or send me a quick hello over imperfectlypollyanna.com. I've put that in the show notes for you. Also, don't forget to subscribe in order to know when new episodes are available. Remember, you are loved and I am glad you're here. See you next time.